Tuesday, February 22nd here on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Cecil Peters and I will go over the six NHL games we have to bet on for tonight and then run through my favorite bets, shot props, and players to score bets at the end. As per usual, I am recording this the day before the game, so odds may change. Shot prop and goal props have not yet been posted, so I don't know what the odds are going to be for those. I'm just simply guessing at what'll be value, what'll be overvalued. If you are interested, I do post my updated bets and plays on my website. Just DM me on Twitter if you want access to that, and I will let you know how to sign up as the day goes on. As we get closer to game time, as more of those odds are released, I add those bets on my website, CecilPeters.com. As always, if you want to help the show, the biggest thing you can do is to give it a like wherever you are listening or watching. And if you are watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. Today, let's go with your favorite two-score bet of the evening. And let's get on to the game. So we got the Nashville Predators in Florida. As I'm recording this, the Nashville Predators are plus 170, Florida Panthers minus 210. That's posted on DraftKings Sportsbook the day before. I do expect that Florida probably will get closer to minus 250, 260 when these games start. But Florida just continues their torrid run through the entire league. They beat, they beat the Hurricanes, the Minnesota Wild, and the Chicago Blackhawks to start their post-All-Star break on a little mini road trip. As they've done all season, they're constantly juggling their lines, looking for the best fit. The biggest tinker seems to be Coach Andrew Brunette deciding what he wants to do with Captain Alexander Barkov and star forward Jonathan Huberdeau. They're fantastic together, but they also excel when they're split apart. In the past two games, they haven't started together, but by the end of the game, they seem to find themselves playing on the same line. Generally, the winger that ends up playing with them is Anthony Duclair. I'm not sure at this moment how they're going to start the game. I know Huberto's been playing with Sam Bennett a bit to start games. Barkov been playing with Duke Clare and Carter Vahegi. But a lot of in-game switches happen, a lot of power play correlation between these two, and they just seem to find a way to assist on each other's goals. So they're one of my favorite duos to stack together on DraftKings, probably with Anthony DeClaire. But as I said, kind of depends on what they do with their lineup before the game. Against a Predators team that score, or that's allowed a ton of expected goals over the past few games, I do love the Florida offense as a whole. Aaron Ekblad on the back end is also red hot. Three games since the All-Star break, he has three goals and three assists, shooting a ton, creating a ton of offense. The one line that does remain constant for the Panthers is their third line. Rookie center Anton Lundell is between Sam Reinhardt and Mason Marchment. Marchment and Reinhardt both have hat-tricks in recent weeks. Lundell has been piling up a ton of points, and this line just seems to find the score sheet nightly. Being able to run those guys out as a third line is a huge advantage over any team in the National Hockey League right now. And I don't want to gloss over their opponent, the Nashville Predators, but you don't just come into Florida and beat the Panthers, so there's no real reason to go into the Predators a ton. The top players on Nashville aren't doing what needs to be done right now, as evidenced by four straight losses since the All-Star break. And I'm thinking Florida probably makes it five tonight. The line I am seeing as I record this, as mentioned, was minus 210 on the Panthers, but I do think that probably gets a little deeper and probably is going to lead me to a regulation bet on the Panthers, hopefully around minus 130 or 140 the day of the game. Next game of the night is in Columbus. The Toronto Maple Leafs minus 200 at Columbus. Blue Jackets plus 160. Just like the last game, I do expect Toronto to get more heavily favored as this gets closer to game time. Just seems like an outrageous spot for the Toronto offense to go crazy. Get Austin Matthews a couple goals to help him in his chase for the league goal-scoring lead. Columbus is allowing a ton of shots, 
ton of goals, although not quite as many as they were before the All-Star break. The nice thing for Columbus right now is they've scored seven goals in back-to-back -back games. Patrick Lyon is on a massive tear. He's got points in nine straight, ton of goals, and he predictably has kept that hot streak going, which is what he has shown throughout his career. When he gets hot, he stays hot for a while. Biggest issue, though, with the Columbus Blue Jackets is their goaltending. Elvis Merzlikens missed the last game against Buffalo. Not sure what his injury is, but he also didn't practice on Monday. So I'm thinking he probably isn't going to be ready for this game, in which case AHL journeyman Jean-Francois Berube will be in net. Berube did win against the Buffalo Sabres 7-3, but you give up three goals to Buffalo, you might as well give up six or seven to the Toronto Maple Leafs. They have a much better offense. So like I said, line at DK Sportsbook is minus 200 as I record this. Once Merzlikens is officially ruled out, once it gets a bunch of bets come in on the Maple Leafs, I do think they'll be closer to minus 300 by game time. With them being on a back-to-back -back situation here, I don't love it. I don't love how Jack Campbell has been playing in that. I expect him to get the start as Peter Mrazek started the game the night before. So the lean for me in this game will be an Austin Matthews to score pop and the over. Jack Campbell's poor play, Columbus's recent ability to play off a ton of goals, and Columbus's recent ability to give up a ton of goals leads me to betting the over 6.5 here. Next game of the night is in Ottawa. We have the Minnesota Wild. Minus 205 to beat the Senators. They're plus 165. Minnesota absolutely destroyed the Oilers in Edmonton a couple nights back, chasing Mike Smith in a few minutes and never really letting up. That being said, it was a definite spot game for the Oilers as it was their fifth game in seven nights, so I don't want to read too much into Minnesota winning that one. A matchup in Ottawa profiles as another game that they should win rather easily, but I don't overly like the way that they've been playing, so I can't bet on them to win at minus 200 or anything near that. They beat the teams you should beat, which is the case with the Ottawa Senators, but I just can't rely on them. I don't love their goaltending. I don't know who's starting between Capo Kakinen and Cam Talbot. Both have been a little bit off lately. I haven't loved their games. Ottawa has been competitive in their recent losses. They lost to Boston in overtime. They lost to the Rangers by just a goal, but they just don't have the offensive firepower right now. They're still missing two-thirds of their top line with Josh Norris and Drake Batherson. They're still missing... Norris caliber defenseman Thomas Chabot on the back end. If Ottawa touches plus 200 here or even gets close to it, maybe 190 or so, I will consider firing a bet on them. But I need to see the or I need to see the starting goalies for both teams, and we'll just hope to catch the Wild in a bit of a spot game and catch a goalie on an off night. Next game is in Philadelphia. Philadelphia Flyers are plus or plus 175 at home against the St. Louis Blues. It's a back-to-back -back for Philadelphia as they played Carolina yesterday. St. Louis is minus 205 on the money line, and this game is really theirs to lose. They've been in this situation recently and did manage to lose when the Montreal Canadiens beat them in OT a few nights ago, so it's no lock that they are going to win this game. They have been pretty volatile, but they did bounce back from their loss to the lowly Canadians by beating the Maple Leafs all doing this while missing Vladimir Tarasenko with injury. He appears to be back in the lineup for this game. He practiced fully the day before, so he's probably going to be back. I don't know where they're going to slot him into the lineup. He has been playing with Pavel Buchnevich and Robert Thomas. Jordan Cairo filled in in that spot rather nicely last game. Speaking of Buchnevich, he's been the true driver of offense on the St. Louis Blues lately. He's got seven points in his last three games. Center Robert Thomas has six points in his last three games. They seem to excel whether or not they have Kairou on their wing, where they have Tarasenko on their wing. They're just piling up a ton of points right now. Kairou with a couple points for them in the win over Toronto. And in the two games prior, Tarasenko in his two games on that wing had four points. So kind of seems like whoever goes on to that wing will get two points in the game. 
Pavel Buchnevich is just on a tear right now. I do think he's probably going to be my favorite to score bet for this game. In Philadelphia, they're just having a nightmare season. They've lost too many games, seen too many players leave with injury, most notably star defensive center Sean Couturier. He's been gone for a while. Kevin Hayes has been out. Bunch of other injuries. Carter Hart, I know, was a late injury or late addition to the injured list before last game. I'm not sure if he's back for this or not. So there just isn't a ton to play for for the Flyers and the St. Louis Blues. They need to keep pace with Minnesota. They need to keep pace with Dallas. They need to keep pace with Nashville to try to lock in that playoff spot in the tight central division. Next game of the night, we move to the West Coast in Anaheim. San Jose plus 130 at Anaheim. The Ducks are minus 150. Gonna start with the Sharks here. Just, I don't have a ton to say. This, they just looked completely brutal. They continue to start games horribly, giving up the first goal all the time. The only offense they're really getting is from the second line of Timo Meyer, Thomas Hurdle, and Alex Barabanov. Other than that, they're just not getting anything from anybody. Their opponent, the Anaheim Ducks, has definitely shown some chinks in their armor lately. They're clearly not the dominant team that we saw a little bit earlier this year when they were leading the Pacific Division. They're not that team. I don't even know that they're going to make the playoffs. They're probably due to fall off pretty bad in the second half here. But they still should be capable of handling the San Jose Sharks. They got out to a 5-0 lead against Vancouver the other day, and they ended up giving up four goals in that game. They did win 7-4, so it wasn't a comfortable, as comfortable of a win as you would think with a 5-0 lead. But they did manage to win the game. ton of players scored points in that game. One thing about Anaheim right now, over their three-game Western Canadian road trip, which didn't go overly well, tons of players piling up points. 11 Ducks had two or more points on that road trip. Trevor Zegers had five, a couple players had four and three, but for the most part, offense being really spread out between a bunch of players. They rejigged the lines a little bit, so Jacob Silverberg moves up onto the Zegers line. Ricard Raquel moves down. Troy Terry moves onto the second line. So each of those guys, they kind of have their own line to run now, so the offense is pretty spread out. The one player I think that benefits the most is Jacob Silverberg. Instead of playing on the wing with Isaac Lundstrom, who they've been playing pretty well together, but he's still not the player that Trevor Zegers is, Silverberg now moves up to play with Zegers. Zegers, obviously, a top rookie in the league. With Silverberg's slow start to the season, with the San Jose goaltending and the odds that, you'll, that you should get on Silverberg to score, he's going to profile as my favorite to score bet, probably on the night, but most definitely in this game. One concern I have with the Ducks is actually, surprisingly, John Gibson. He's basically carried the Ducks through big, big stretches of the season. Lately, that hasn't been the case. He got pulled in Calgary. He gave up a ton of goals in Edmonton. They did end up beating Vancouver, but he gave up four goals in that game as well. So John Gibson hasn't been good. I do want to bet on the Anaheim Ducks at minus 150, but as weird as it sounds to say, I would prefer that they start backup goalie Anthony Stolarz and give Gibson a bit of a rest here. Last game on the night is in Seattle. Islanders minus 145, Seattle plus 125 here. I don't have a ton of interest in this game. I don't have a great handle on either team. And the New York Islanders, they've all but sealed their fate, losing too many games in the past couple of weeks to keep any hopes of chasing a playoff spot alive. So with it now being apparent that the playoffs are probably a pipe dream, I am curious to watch, see how they compete, and I'm hesitant to bet on them at the moment. I didn't like what they saw, what I saw from them in Montreal. They just didn't have a ton of urgency on offense. The lack of jump from stars Matthew Barzell and Anders Lee really stood out to me. The one Islander who looks excellent right now is Brock Nelson. He had a great game against the Habs along with line mate Kiefer Bellows. So those guys are putting pucks on the net. Both him and Bellows should be reasonably priced to score in this game. So those are my favorite bets for this game. 
cracking on the second half of a back-to-back. -back. I struggle to figure them out. They're just a, a decent defensive team with no offense, so this shouldn't be an overly exciting game. I don't know who wins this game, and to be honest, I don't really care. Let's hope we get Brock Nelson and Keeper Bellows on the board, profit, and move on. So to recap, if the numbers stay the same or remain close to what I'm seeing here, I'll be betting on Florida win in regulation, the Leafs Jackets game to go over six and a half goals, and I'm considering betting on the Senators and Ducks. I just need to see goalie news, and I'm hoping that Senators line gets closer to plus 200. Probably anything over plus 185, I will bet on the Senators. St. Louis to win in regulation is another one I'm considering, but I need to see if they start Billy Huso in net for that one. As for goals, I like the value with Anthony DeClaire if he gets to play with <coughs> Jonathan, or with Jonathan Huberdeau and Alex Barkov, Austin Matthews for the Leafs, Pavel Buchnevich for the Blues, Jacob Silverberg for the Ducks, Brock Nelson and Keeper Bells for the Islanders. I will have shot props updated on my site as those odds get released closer to game time. Thanks again for watching. Be sure to give the video a like and comment with your favorite goal prop on the night, and we will see you guys tomorrow.